What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we are talking about the importance of calming your nervous system during cancer or other serious illness. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the episode on calming your nervous system. So, I wanted to do an episode on this because I think people miss this point and because they're so focused on, okay, well, what do I do? Just tell me what to do. Tell me, you know, do I need to think positively? Do I need to, you know, focus on, on what I want, um, in order to get the best outcome. But one of the very first things that needs to happen in order to heal is to calm your nervous system down. And I didn't realize this until I, when I did the TEDx talk, I realized that I use language to calm my patient's nervous system every day, every encounter, When I walk into the room, the fear is palpable most of the time. You know, there's occasionally I have patients who are pretty chill about things, but most patients are pretty scared when they come into my office. And so always within the first few seconds of walking in the room, my whole mission is to bring their nervous system down and to put them at ease. And the way that I do this is I usually, you know, introduce myself and explain exactly what's going to happen in the visit so that they know what to expect, you know, and then I ask them a little bit about themselves to kind of put them at ease, to let them know here's someone who cares about them as a person and someone who, you know, is telling them exactly what's going to happen. And This is one of the reasons why I talk about fear so much, and I refer people back to episode one all the time. And that's because fear is the natural response to cancer or any serious diagnosis. It's like our brains are designed to point out the things to be afraid of, and they point out all the things that could go wrong, 
And so you're in like terror, fight or flight constantly, just like, oh my gosh. And even when people finish treatment, they have the fear every time they have a scan or every time they feel an ache or a pain, they're like, oh my gosh, is that cancer? And so I really cannot express enough the importance of learning how to bring your nervous system down because the place that our body heals is in a place of peace. And in order to get to a place of peace, you need to learn how to bring your sympathetic nervous system down and into a state of rest or calm. And so I've talked about in episode one, the, um, train your brain where we talk about our brains are literally designed to point out danger. And one of the ways that you can calm your brain is by thanking it, recognizing my brain is doing an amazing job. It's pointing out all of these things that I could be afraid of, which means it's doing an amazing job. So I'm going to thank it for doing such a great job. And then I'm going to redirect it where I want it to go. But I realized that sometimes this leap from thanking your brain and then redirecting it is kind of a leap where people are like, I just can't go from being terrified and then directing my brain to imagining myself in perfect health. And so what I want to do is I want to give you another tool to think about that can help achieve this calming of your brain. And I still want to use the, um, the concept of training your brain of thanking your brain, you know, thank it because when we dismiss it, when our brain is showing you things to be afraid of, and you just dismiss it, your brain thinks you're missing it. And it's like, but no, 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 wait, 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 wait. You're not listening. There really are things that you need to be afraid of. And what does it do? It turns up the volume. And it just gets louder and louder. And so by trying to suppress those thoughts that are presenting things to be fearful of is actually going to make it worse. And so by thanking your brain and loving it for doing a great job is one way that you calm it. You are able to show it, hey, okay, they see me. They see that I'm showing them something that is really dangerous that they need to be paying attention to. And so it calms your brain. And then one way that you can take that to the next level to get yourself into a place of peace is by in that moment, if you can't train your brain to focus on where you want to go, which is perfect health, that's fine because most people can't do that. So what I I want to give you is another little trick that's almost like a ladder. Instead of going straight to the top of where you want to go, I'm going to bring you up a rung. So you're thanking your brain for pointing out the danger and recognize that it's doing an amazing job and love it for that. And then find something to be grateful for in that moment. And it could be simple. It could be like, I am grateful that I have, 
I can taste this food that I'm eating right now, or that I can walk outside and I can feel the, you know, beautiful weather, or that my legs are working and that I can go take a walk, or that I'm listening to beautiful music. I don't care what it is. We can always find something to be grateful for. And gratitude is a beautiful way to calm your brain. So basically you're thanking your brain, you're loving it for doing an amazing job. And then what you can do is you can think about something you're grateful for. And what that does is it opens your heart. And when we calm the brain and open our heart, it puts us into a place of peace, which makes us available for healing. Healing occurs when our bodies are at peace or in a parasympathetic state, which is a state of rest, digest, and repair. And so gratitude is an easy way to kind of get up a rung on the ladder closer to your goal of where you want to be. Um, and so this is an easy way to start to work your way up to having that holding a vision of being in perfect health. A lot of patients tell me it's a big leaf to, to be go, to go from being afraid to imagining perfect health. So if you can't do that, you're like a lot of my patients and it's totally normal. And so one strategy is to find something to be grateful for. And what that does is it just calms your body and puts you in a place of healing and realize you're going to have to do this probably over and over again, because your brain is going to keep popping these things up. So it's repetition to get yourself into this state of peace and calm. Another thing that you can do that I use quite often is to think of someone. So gratitude is one option, but another option, once you've thanked your brain and loved it for doing its job is to imagine someone that you love, like just thinking of this person fills your heart with so much love and joy that it just, you can fill your heart with it. And for me, I used to do this, um, when I was doing some of these practices, I would think of my, one of my children and I would imagine them and just fill my heart with the love that I have for them. And that's another way that you can get yourself out of the sympathetic state and into the parasympathetic state of rest, digest, and repair. However, I want to caution you because sometimes when we have cancer, thinking about people who we love that are dependent upon us brings up more fear because it brings up vulnerability of, oh my gosh, what if something happens to me? And then I'm not going to have them and we, and it spirals us. So if that's the case, you want to choose someone or something different. So maybe if thinking about a child makes you feel vulnerable and scared and brings that fear right back, that's not a good choice. And so then you could think of maybe it's a pet or maybe it's a teacher or someone that you had that really made a big impact on your life that when you think of them, you just have so much gratitude and love. Um, or it could be something that you just love in like nature, you know, maybe for you, the forest is something that like when you imagine being in the forest, it can just fill you with love. So 
I don't want you to get caught on that it has to be a person because sometimes thinking about people that we love when we're sick can bring up a vulnerability and make us feel worse. So if that's the case, fine, just drop that one and then try something else. And I encourage you to play around with this one because for everyone, it's going to be different and you're going to want to play around with, okay, what is it that's something that I can think of that I just, it fills my heart with love and gratitude when I think about it. Um, and it's going to be different for everyone. And just know that if it, if it makes you feel worse, then you're like, okay, that's all right. This is just not a good option for this particular practice. And, um, it means that you're normal, right? Like this is just something that is normal. Most people find that, you know, there are going to be certain people that maybe trigger the fear for them because it makes them, you know, uh, worry more about the cancer. And so, um, just tapping in and experimenting. And I will say that this journey of healing is unique for every single person. And what works for one person may not work for you. And that's okay. But you can still apply these principles, the idea of thanking and loving your brain, and then shifting your attention to either something you're grateful for, or something that you love, um, to put you into this nice, peaceful state. And then a third option that you can do is to watch something funny. So laughter is amazing. Laughter is such a good way to shift you out of the sympathetic nervous system and into the parasympathetic system. So that is another way. You know, if you have a friend who's super funny, you know, talking to someone like that or watching a funny video. Um, these are ways that we can shift ourselves and shift our attention. And just like on the last episode, really the meaning making, um, episode was about shifting your attention. We're just shifting your attention to a different story. And the same is true with this. The way that you calm your nervous system is shifting away, shifting your thoughts away from those things that are making you feel pain and fear. And, and, and it's important that we don't just dismiss those things. And we, you know, recognize that our brain is, is doing its job by showing it to you and then choosing one of these options. So the three options again, are gratitude for something, love for something or laughter. Those are the three things that can kind of take you from that place. Once you've calmed your brain by letting it know that you're paying attention to it and that you've seen this, what it's offering up for you. But then this is a way to shift your attention. Um, that can be easier than what I described on episode one, which was putting your attention on what you want, which is perfect health. And eventually we want to get to that point where you can shift your attention and imagine yourself in perfect health. But this is a way to kind of stay step yourself to get closer to that. So I hope this is helpful for you. And um, thank you again for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, take care. Hey, 
This is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.